Hello and welcome. Talking Yanks pregame show. Jake sucks. He's not here. He's in Oklahoma. Is he in Oklahoma? Uh, he. I think he's with the Oklahoma crew in Salt Lake City. Oh, that went to Salt Lake? I know at least his initial flight was to there, and it sounded like the week was there, but I know in the past it's been an Oklahoma golf trip. He's doing four rounds of golf, 36 Four rounds a day. in three days. Yeah, so... Congrats, Jake. Enjoy. So BBD's here with his little next thing that I'm jealous of. Yeah, the, that you requested. We have two. I know. I'm so jealous. Zach of that. and I took All a right, nice we, picture, both of us using them with our matching hats. I saw that on the JM, the Jumbo Media Patreon. I've been mm. eating trail mix all day. I'm in a little, like, uh, closet room of my basement. And if you hear banging, it's because they're doing work on the other room Ooh. so boom there you go we got an interesting lineup here beavers no uh twins lineup i see no twins lineup yet i did just go to see if it came out in like the last 15 minutes i don't think it has okay voight is leading off dj lemay who gets the day off rizzo batting second playing first judge in center field gallo batting fourth stanton in right field, batting fifth, Odor batting sixth, playing second base, slides back over to where he likes being. Velasquez, the kid from the Bronx at short. Higgy catching, that's interesting. And mm. Wade at third base. So right away, you're going to see Voight lead off. Uh, Voight had, this is going to be the third game this year that Voight has led off. When DJ's so. when DJ's out and they want a righty leadoff guy, Voight is that guy. And uh, I said this on the episode yesterday. Don't expect the Death Star lineup a lot because with such good depth, the Yankees are gonna bulk up on rest. You know, like tomorrow DJ's probably back in, and one of the towers is probably sitting, and mm. they're gonna be the drag and drop pinch hitter. And Voight DH is again with Judge Stanton or Gallo sitting tomorrow. Yeah. That's my guess. And or I think that's sitting and he gets to play first or whatever it is. And I think that's how they're going to do it. Like, you know, once a week, each of these guys, Voight, Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, DJ, once a week, there's six of them. They're going to rotate. They're going to get one day off a week. And that just keeps the whole thing in flux. And they're, they can become the drag and drop hitter. I think that's how they're going to do it. I don't think particularly don't... with Wade and Velazquez both for like a few for like Wade for a few weeks, Velazquez the last few days playing a, a bit above their heads offensively. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, and they're just so deep now, so I don't really mind it. Um, DJ been playing a lot, I guess. He's been hitting good. Get a day off, and he becomes the drag and drop tonight. Interested to see if he gets anywhere. Yeah. Wade at third base. Uh, I'm happy because you want to reward Velasquez, but Wade's still playing good ball. So you know, still ring as much out of you out of that sponge as you can. And then Higgy for Gary. Do we have any news on that? That's the only one that I'm like I, we need to ask about. Or I haven't reporters. seen anything. Scroll through Lindsay Adler's timeline and see if she said anything about Gary, and I don't think she did. See if Hoke said something. I haven't seen anything. Wow. Savvy, no structural damage. That just came out. Mm -hmm. 
Sounds like the second opinion went well. Yeah. No hoax tweet about it. It could be just as simple as uh, Gary, I think, has only gotten the Cole game off since coming back. Is that even true? I don't know. Well, he played two games and sat one, right? Yeah, my time, my Gary, everyone coming back. I forget who came back when. Oh, you know what? I mean, he did play two days in a row after coming back from injury, so maybe they're just this is a way to break it up a little mm. bit. It's for first game of, in theory, a twin series. That how do the times map out the rest of the series? That's what I think will be interesting. Okay, so so Saturday is Saturday a cold day? I believe Saturday is cold. I think we're tight. We're Tyone Nestor. Cole. So that's that's why BBD Saturday is a day game after a night game. So whoever catches Saturday is not going to catch Friday, and they probably did not want to catch Gary four days in a row coming off the COVID IL. So Gary will catch tomorrow night. Higgy will catch Saturday, and then Gary will catch Sunday. So they just did. If they caught Gary today. They would have to catch him four days in a row uh, after coming off the IL, so they're just catching Higgy instead. That's the reasoning yeah. there. Maybe he's available to do something. Late. Yeah, he should be available as a drag and drop would, hitter as well. I'd assume. Yeah, I'd assume they want to get DJ like a full day off because he had the triceps thing that he still like can't go play third. So they haven't been able to do that because even in Miami they made him they had to make him go play the field late in the game. Okay, so maybe he's so getting I, a full day off. Gary's your pinch hit guy late. All right, so that's my what to watch for then is who's the drag and drop pinch hitter they've loved using. I I I agree with you. DJ might have the full day off. It might be Gary. If Odor, Velasquez, Higgy, or Wade come up with runners on in the sixth inning of a close game, it might be Gary uh coming in. And not DJ. There's my what to watch for. Who's the pinch hitter today? I think it's Gary. Yeah. But let and then Let's see how Velasquez does, man. This this infield is a lot of guys you didn't expect. It's all yeah, guys that you didn't factor into the team in April. Yeah, they weren't do you, here. Do you have a different one to watch for? Do you have anything? Um, anything that you had? So you know what you just said was sort of what I would have said. I'll I'll do the simple cop out answer and just it's Luke Voigt leading off. Uh, I suppose there was an argument, especially with a righty starter. Maybe you do, because because there was a game that DJ didn't play and Rizzo did, and they let off Rizzo. Uh, so there's an argument to do Rizzo, Judge, then Gallo, and just have everyone bump up one. In theory, that would be your best lineup, and have Void in the five or six hole or something. But uh, they've been they're instilling confidence in Luke, letting him lead off, get a DH yeah. day. So watch for Luke doing something. And then. Are the Twins just going straight opener here? I mean, Gant was a starter for the Cardinals at the start of the season, but he's been a bullpen arm yeah. for the last like three months. His game log, yeah, he hasn't. He's been a bullpen guy since that long. Yeah, he had a, he had a five inning appearance in June. I know they've played a lot of close games, the Twins, because they got three walk offs in a row, right? Hmm. So is their bullpen just incredibly taxed, and they're doing a bullpen day? Let's see. Maybe they're hoping Gant will, will give them a full three innings because they know he has that ability. 
See Did if any, I can is, we got any bullpen. We got any Twins fans in here? Looks like oh, everybody on their roster resource page pitched yesterday. Besides Gant. Yes. Everyone pitched yesterday. A bunch so, of guys pitched three of the last four. So wait. So I don't know if should, they pulled. So, if they might have. It should be. It should be Bailey Ober. Mm. He's on natural rest for this Bailey. No, no, no. What? So tomorrow's Charlie Burns. Then Maeda is Saturday. Griffin Jack's Sunday. Yeah, it says it should be Bailey Ober. MLB.com is telling me Gant tonight. Barnes Friday. Maeda Saturday. Griffin Jack Sunday. That's so. That doesn't make it. This doesn't really make sense because they only have they. They used every reliever yesterday besides Gant. Looks that way. And now they're. Are they just fucked today? They're. <laughs> they're punting. I'd I'd take a Twins punt game. I wouldn't yeah. mind it. Start the series off with a win and just get two out of the last three. They've been playing kind of well in August. Yeah. Please. All right, I'm on the Twins subreddit on their pregame thread. They have Gant as the starter. Um, and it looks like it's Gant in a bullpen day for them. All right. Huh. With all the bullpen depleted. Uh, Caleb Thielbar only threw nine pitches, so he's available. Duffy went 14. And a bunch of guys I haven't heard of also all pitched yesterday. Yeah, I mean, Gant threw 41 pitches two outings ago against the Rays and got lit up. Besides that, he, like, doesn't crack 20. So, all right. Hey, Yankees, uh, they got good balance today. Righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty. Switch, righty, lefty. Incredible balance. So, if they do bullpen base, they're not giving anyone uh, a lane. Almost got a win now, looking at what the Twins are are doing pitching-wise. Almost got a win. Yeah, and right. and the Yankees have their best pitcher of late on the bump for them and Jamison Tyone. He's also got good numbers off these Twins that he has seen. I mean, Jamo has been good. He's coming off uh, a less than outing, five innings pitch through and runs against the White Sox, but yeah, even, on even paper that, is worst outing in a while. Yeah, and I don't an even think it was that line. bad. White Sox were good, and they were hitting the ball. Uh, so, yeah, I expect more of the same from JMO. I know the Twins can got some guys in their lap that can hit, and they've been winning, but I would like a, I would like a blowout tonight. I think it would be nice. I think I'd enjoy it. Yeah. Both teams appear to be different teams than last time, but JMO didn't pitch against them earlier this year when they went to Minnesota, it looks oh. like. Oh. What do you think the Yankees' pitching path to victory is? Well, JMO f- get like six. Like yeah, a, I think you. I like think at this point, ask at this point. Yeah, I agree. I think we want six out of JMO. I don't think they're going to throw Chapman again. I don't um, think so either. 
even if it's a safe situation, I don't think they're going to throw Chapman again. Um, I think, dude, the, I think they'd love to not use Johnny and Chad. I don't think John, I don't think Loisaga and Chad are unavailable. Uh, but I think they're praying and hoping they can get by without them because Loisaga threw 35 pitches on uh, two days ago. He threw 34 pitches. And Chad has thrown three in the last five games. Mm. So, per their rules, they're like available tonight. I don't think both of them will be. Yeah. I'm interested which one. And I think it would be for a one run game in the ninth inning. One run but game, I, one inning appearance. Yeah. I think Britain's available. He looked good yesterday. Booney liked the way he looked yesterday and keep Britain regular. Um, so, I, I think Britain's available at the back end. I think Abreu's available if you have a righty spot you want to get out. Um, Joelli is definitely available, and maybe they think this is a team they can sneak multiple outs out of Joelli. Yeah, you know, like give them a full inning or, or clean up whatever, whatever clean up left with. Yeah, clean up. Okay, I kind of like that. Then I kind of like Joelli as the clean up. Then then like another inning after that. Mm. Say say Tyone only goes five point two. Uh, yeah, Wandy's been doing that, and he on paper is available, but he he did pitch a lot fairly recently, and his most recent appearance was twenty three pitches. But it's been two days, so I mean he can be that guy too. Can I tell you what they want to do, BBD? What do they want to do? The Yankees want this game to be Tyone to Joelli to Kerner. Hmm. How is Kerner still here? They they want this game to be Tyone for six, Joelli for one, Kerner for two, Yanks win seven to one. That's that's their dream game. So let's manifest that. Everyone think about it. Go write it in your notebooks. Yanks are up big. They go Tyone, Joelli, Kerner. I'd like that. Yeah. Abreu should be available. It would be his third appearance in four days, but both of those appearances were six and f- 15 pitches respectively. So he he's probably available for two, and then they'd get him two days off. But he should be around tonight if they need it. Litke's available as well. I think in a close game, the seventh and the eighth inning is going to be Litke and Britain, and you're just praying that the Yankees blow it open for a little bit and don't have to use Chad and Luizaga. They can use Chad and Luizaga. I don't think they'll use both. Um, but I, you, the offense hopefully can give the bullpen a break today. It would be really nice. I would, I, yeah, I would, I would lean Chad being the choice over Luizaga. Just Luizaga's last appearance was 34 pitches. Yeah. They were all high I stress. Agree. So, but it could, it could not be. Do we have a lineup yet? Still no lineup from them. What is their predictive lineup? Their roster resource lineup is Max Kepler in right, Brent Rooker at DH, Jorge Polanco at second, Donaldson at third, Arise in left. I think he's been playing some third lately. Um, Garver any, catching, Sano, Jake Cave, Simmons. Do they have any lefty lanes? In there, I don't know what side Polanco's better from. He's a switch hitter. Kepler's a lefty who I think hits lefties better, or at least in the past has. Arise. Rooker's a righty, right? Rooker's a righty. Arise, Cave, Kepler, Polanco are the 
not strictly. So they're going to be they're going to be lefty righty switch, righty righty. Yeah, but, uh, arises arises left. Arises so they're pretty. Left. So they're pretty balanced. There's not a lot. There's not a lane there mm. for them because it goes lefty righty switch, righty lefty righty. That's what they've been doing. They've been doing Kepler, Rooker, Polanco, Donaldson, Arise, Sano, and then Simmons uh, in the nine hole. So, yeah, I mean, you're not going to be able to play matchups here if you want. Like, Joel is just going to have to come and get outs. Yeah, going to have to score runs. Score runs, play with with the lead. With Holmes eligible to come back tomorrow? I think they use Kerner today. I think even if it's only like a five-run game, they try to just get bullets out of Kerner before sending him back down. Yeah, I mean, you you have to. He's been on the team two, two and a half weeks now, and they've used him once. Dude, he's making so much money and has pitched once, and Luis Heal has started three games <laughs> and has collected three days of service time, and Kerner's collected, what, 24 days of service time? Something in that in that range, twenty ish. Yeah, and he's pitched once, just making bank while Heel is still living yeah. off. Good for Brody Kerner. He was not uh, supposed to be. Good for Kerner. Yeah. Tough for Heel. Tough for Heel. Who's like contributing? Yeah. Sure, Kerner's nice. Yeah, I like him. I think it's a Kerner day. I think they finally do it, especially with Holmes available to come back tomorrow. Not a time. Get at least at least one. Yeah. It sounded like they they made, they said to rejoin the roster by the end of the week, which I guess tomorrow is Friday. So what I was going to say was not true, that they would wait two days. I think he's throwing with the team today. Oh, okay. Um, who's hot for the Twins? Is anyone in the last seven days just incredibly hot? I know Polanco's been hitting walk-offs, but has he been hitting other hits too? Rooker. Is really hot. He's got a 471 batting average in his last five games. Uh, Kepler's hitting for power, but not anything else. Oh, Brent Rooker's having a nice little go of it. Be be wary of him. Kepler can jump, yeah. Josh Donaldson just is a good player, but I don't know if he's hot. Donaldson in his last seven. uh, 346 batting average, but no, uh, only one extra base hit. So the slugging's really far down. Yeah. And Sano is never pleasant to face. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to Homer, Homer draft. draft. It's the, the Homer, Homer draft. Did I win last series? I think so. One nothing this morning. So yeah, one nothing. No Rizzo. Eat shit, Jake. Eat shit, Jake. Um. All right. And but you get to go first in Jake's proxy. I do get to go first, and the Homer draft is uh, brought to us by the uh, National Baseball Hall of Fame and the oh. and their YouTube series Hall of Fame Connections. Check that out over on their YouTube channel. Uh, you know the history of the national pastime stretches across multiple centuries, but the connections that link baseball's early days to today's game are always evident in cooperstown the hall of fame connection series is a 13 episode youtube series with new episodes dropping every wednesday it looks at the hall of fame's collection from a new and exciting angle with each episode telling a different story about how two seemingly unrelated artifacts in the museum's vast collection connect to one another crossing 
through generations of baseball history. Each two-part episode features both a narrative storytelling element that weaves through the history of some of the museum's most iconic artifacts and the Hall of Fame's curators conversing about those artifacts and stories with MLB Network personalities Carlos Pena, former MLB All-Star, and sports journalist Lindsey Barra, who you might recognize as the granddaughter of Hall of Fame catcher and former Yankee, uh, always a Yankee, Yogi Berra. Uh, Hall of Fame Connections provides an exciting opportunity to engage baseball fans of all generations and is directly linked to the Hall of Fame's mission of preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations. Support for this series was provided by a Market New York grant through I Love New York, the New York State's Division of Tourism as a part of the Regional Economic Development Council initiative to stay up to date with the release of each episode of Hall of Fame Connections. Follow the Baseball Hall of Fame social media channels at Baseball Hall on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. Their latest episode is about kind of eccentric fans or or celebrities that like played, like uh, Will Ferrell Mm. when he played all 10 positions. Uh, It's called From Bambino to Burgundy. Their latest episode on YouTube, and it you know details some of the more outlandish stuff like uh, Bill Murray, his connection to Chicago baseball, or I don't know if they mentioned Billy Crystal getting in at bat in spring training, but it seems like that kind of vibe. And uh, Bill Veek, the disco demolition event, and then like making the White Sox wear sh- uh, shorts as their jerseys, <laughs> and they have some cool artifacts from all that stuff. So that's the latest one, um, which is a pretty interesting episode. That's so that's awesome. cool. Thanks to them. Who's your first pick going to be? My first pick on behalf of Jake. Uh, you know, it's a four-game set, so so you don't want to use all your bullets, but I'm going to use one of them. Uh, it's the only guy with the history against John Gant. I'm taking Anthony Rizzo with the first pick. He is, uh, I believe, I just had the numbers in front of me. He's 6 for 12 with a homer off Gant already, so he is the guy who has seen him before. Homer and two doubles. Great pick. Great pick. Was hoping you wouldn't take him um, nor his counterpart because I think there's an obvious storyline here today. If anyone remembers the 2019 spring training, Voight and Bird. I think Bird hit like 10 homers and Voight hit nine homers in spring training. And it was like, man, these guys are just pushing each other. They're just going crazy. And then opening day 2019 against the Orioles, two home runs hit, one by the first baseman, Greg Bird, another by the DH, Luke Voigt. And I was like, wow, these guys really want it. So I was going to take Voigt and Rizzo today. Mm. I think it's a battle. Yeah, They both had to be taken today, I think. The media has turned it into a bigger storyline. Not even the media, like kind of the audience. Uh, than it ever should be anywhere. But, yeah, obviously, it's going to be 1-2. I mean, it's a leadoff homer by Voight, and then a Rizzo homer right after him. And that's how baseball runs I'd itself. sign up for that. Yeah. Or maybe it's like a homer to start the game, leadoff homer by Voight, and then a homer to end the game, and Rizzo hits a walk-off. Yeah. I mean, you I'd know? rather not sweat it that much, but I'd take okay. it. Yeah, I don't Wins want that a win. Uh, and then, you know, the 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 board is so deep now, BBD, like with their lineup. Yeah. That you don't need to. 
I don't know how much fishing I need to do to make sure my game four is clear. Yeah, you don't you know, need to. Guy, you don't need to take a guy you don't believe in. DJ and Gary aren't playing, so they're going to be available down the line. Um, so do I go big? And I think I am going to go big. I think at some point they bring in a lefty for Gallo and Odor, like the Red Sox did. They see their lane. And what does that do? What does having two lefties surrounding Stanton do? It gets him mm. at bats against lefty relievers. And Stanton is, I think, historically the best hitter against lefty relievers in the history of baseball. Isn't that, isn't that yeah. actually true? I believe it. I don't Jake think I've literally heard it, but... I think Jake always says that. Sounds like a thing, and he uh, he's a guy who hits a lot of homers in general, so it's a good pick. Uh, yeah. So then what do I do? Um, he's got a 609. Uh, hold on. How do you do that versus reliever, lefty reliever? They have starter. You just have to subtract it. Yes, right? I don't know. Seems like more of a process than it should be. Yeah. So I'm taking Stanton. You have Voight and Stanton. I have Rizzo. And I uh, I don't know what the full game plan is for for the rest of the series with Jake and, and pregame. So I will, I'll take a guy, a, a second-tier guy. Uh, it'll be Rugi. He hasn't homered in, you know, I don't know, a week or something, so... He's due. Okay. Fair. And it just I keeps mean, guys available. Got to make six more picks between the two of us this weekend. So, dude, versus left-handed pitchers in his career, five hundred and sixty-nine games worth of at bats. I guess one thousand two hundred eighty-seven plate appearances in his career against left-handed pitchers. And this includes starters who fare better than the relievers. He has a 291 batting average, a 392 on base, a 609 slugging, and a 1. OPS. That's how Stanton hits in his career against lefties average. Hmm. Just in general. That's his numbers in his career. <laughs> and I believe when you take out starter and it's just lefty relievers. He's like the best ever against lefty relievers. So I'm taking Stanton. I like that. So you have Voight and Stanton. I have Rizzo and Rugi. Right side. Rizzi and the Rug. Right. The heart and soul of the team. At one point, there was theme songs about them. I think I've heard that. Rizzo and Rizzo and the Rug. Or Rugi and the Riz. Rugi and the Riz feels like something. Like putting on the Ritz. Rugi and the Riz. Yeah. Sterling. He's on it. Are you here? Interested about the... Um, I'm interested about the over-under today. I know that you already have it. Can I look at how the Twins have been hitting before I say anything? Because I think you have to bank on the Yankees. Like the Yankees over-under would be three and a half. They've been pitching well. Their bullpen's been doing well. 
like the how many runs will the Yankees allow? I think it's three or three and a half. On the twin side, they clearly are doing a bullpen day, which isn't good. Um, they've been allowing on average for the last month. Wow. It looks like five runs, which gets you to an eight and a half, but I think they might go nine because they think the Yankees' bats are just going to go off. I'm guessing the over-under is nine. And the graph I'm about to flip it to is wrong. It's shifted again. That's been happening to me a lot lately. It says 10. It is 10 and a half now on uh, on DraftKings. We're 10 and a half? It's 10 and a half right now. Tyone's pitching. Yeah. Yeah, Yankees did did a death lineup. B, a B death I think they're lineup. forgetting that. I think that 10's high. Yeah. I think they're forgetting the other... To get to 10, usually the other team's got to give you some hits, too. You need both teams to do stuff to get there. I I predicted 7-1. to one. Like, that's the under, easily. Yeah. So, wait, it's 10? It's 10 and a half. 10 and a half. So, 8 to 2 finish. Is still under. Under. I'm taking the under. I am as well. Because I believe in our friend Jamison Tyone. Tyone. What is, okay, 10 plus 10 is 20, plus 8 is 28, plus 11, 39. I didn't listen to any numbers you said. We're up to 42, plus 9. 42 plus 9 is 51. Plus seven. 58. Plus six. 64. Plus 12. 76. Divided by. 76 divided by. 16. 4.75. You do that. You opened up a calculator. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's how many runs the Twins have averaged this month. 4.75. Scoring or allowing? Allowing. Mm. Um, I don't know. That seems like such a high line. Feels feels high for the twin for the Yankees playing really well on on the pitching end of the ball specifically. I'm under, man. I'm so under. Both on the under. I got my premonition right yesterday. I said Heaney was going to walk off the claps. I always had faith in him, and that's why I manifested my premonition. Um, So my premonition today is... Velasquez and Odor turn... A beautiful double play. Mm. Mm. It's not even flashy. It's not like a flashy double play. It's just so textbook and so fast and beautiful. I like that. I think I'm trying. I'm between. I mean, I'm thinking of a couple things from for my promo. One of them is a little too obvious. I think I can't say it, but just there's going to be a Gallo notable base running thing. Uh, he, I mean, he, but he hustles every time he puts the ball in play, so it's kind of 
I don't think that's. Cheap. I think you can claim. I that. think. I think you were gonna n- note it, but I, I don't know. I've, I've been thinking a lot. Stanton is playing right field today. It came up. It was on yesterday's pregame show or on the main app that there kind of hasn't been like a noteworthy play either way with Stanton. I think we're gonna get one, and I'm tr- gonna try to manifest that it's like good. So I'm manifesting okay. a good defensive play from Stanton. But I think either way, we're gonna like actually notice him in the field today. Because uh, we kind of haven't yet, which is a good thing. But Yeah. Can I try to manifest one more thing? Please. The kid from the Bronx got everyone's hearts right now. Mm. It's mostly aware to, I'd say, 65% of the people at the game today that he's a kid from the Bronx. Uh, more so, I think it was probably 50 yesterday. Probably less. Uptick. They need a... They need to say it every time they announce him to the batter's box. I'm kind of mad at the Yankees. From the Bronx. Yes, now batting from the... Yeah, now batting from the Bronx, Andrew Velasquez. Like, it it should be said so the stadium can give him that extra juice. Has never hit a career home run. I think if he hits a home run today, the bubble's already so big that people will be going crazy that he hit his home run. And then when the scoreboard flashes first career home run, there's There's a second second wave wave of crazy, like, what? It was his first career? (laughs) And then we get extra, and you may even get a fucking curtain call at that point. I love that. So that's, that's what I'm manifesting. Not a premonition. I'm separating it. The other one was a premo. This is a manifestation. Yeah, I guess the Premo, then in my case, the Premo is the Gallo thing uh, and the manifest, and I'm manifesting Stanton good play. Yeah. Okay. It's good stuff. Look out for it. The Yankees are also stealing bases like crazy. They currently have averaged one stolen base for the last five games. They've stolen five ga- five bases in the last five games. Mm-hmm. Two double steals and uh, two no steals. So it's not every single game they've had a stolen base, but that's the longest stretch any team this season has gone averaging one stolen base Ooh. a game. So if the Yankees steal a base today and then in their last six games, they've averaged six steals and in their last six games, they've averaged a stolen base a game. That'll be the longest stretch by any team huh. in baseball this year. I, Do you know that I they've the stolen tables? They've stolen more bases than any other team since the All-Star break. It's they went they went from literally worst to dead first. last. They were thirtieth. Yeah, I spent so long trying to navigate the play index on Baseball Reference. I actually DM'd them. They're pretty helpful sometimes. Let's see, if they responded. I have one response. No, and then I de- I texted um, Katie Sharp about it. She said she might try to run a query, mm-hmm. but you can do it somehow to find it. But they keep track. Uh, baseball reference keeps tracks of bases taken. It's a great stat. Like if there's a pass ball, a wild pitch, an error, error. Um, if there's a, a single and the runner takes two bases, That's right? First to third or a double and the runner takes three bases. So on first and scores on a double. Um, it's a base taken. It's an extra base. And I want to find out the Yankees' bases taken in the first half, 
versus second half because I think it's going to be even bigger than the stolen base change. It's an even more Katie exaggerated said, worst of first. Situation. I think it, I think yeah, I think it's going to be shockingly low because they didn't do it at all, and now they're doing double steals. They're tagging up behind the throw. Gary went first to third uh, last night. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, I hope Katie can find it. I would spend so much time watching videos on how to navigate baseball reference and i'm pretty good at it mm. like searching through the play index but it seems like you can't search for base running stuff i have the total on the season i just want to be able to like divide it, it like, when did they happen yeah so if you know how to do that let me know that's the show enjoy the game tonight everyone enjoy the game tonight Oh, I got to stand up.